Welcome to the Next Level Podcast, um, brought to you by Ridgeview High School Athletic Department. Um, hope everyone is doing well, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, we are still fighting strong. You know, we have been able to, and fortunate to bring students back in the building. Um, it's been a pleasure to see a lot of our students and our athletes, you know, face to face. So it's been a true pleasure. Um, today, I bring to you two very special guests. They both are from the Ridgeview High School cross country team. Um, our first guest is Isabella Taylor. She's a sophomore here at Ridgeview. How are you doing today? Good. Good. We're happy to have you. Um, our second guest is Tyler Gaston, senior here at Ridgeview High School. Uh, both of these athletes were recommended by Coach Stackhouse. I um, personally asked him, who should I speak to if I want to you know, speak to two members of the cross-country team and off, off the tip of his tongue, he, he couldn't get these names out fast enough. Um, you guys doing all right today? Yes, sir. Good. Going. How, uh, you're not you're not going crazy staying at home, are you? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. It's okay. A little, I like being out talking to people, so this is not my favorite thing. Good man, good. Well, diving in, man. Let's dive into your season. Some, you know, um, in my personal opinion, cross country is the toughest sport that someone can do. Um, I ran cross country for two years under Coach Rosefield at Ridgeview, and it was tough. Just the, you know, the, the miles every day, the the gassers, the the hills. You know, it, it takes a lot of work to get ready to run a 5K. Um, let's talk about what made you get interested in the sport. And, and uh, Isabella, you can answer first. What what drew you to to start participating in cross country? Well, it was freshman start. And Stack was in the hallway and he came up to me and he was like, you, you look good to join cross country. So I was like, mm, I'll think about it. But then I also wanted to be con involved in the school in some way. And I didn't really know what other sports to do. So I was like, I'm going to try it. At first, I didn't like it. I didn't want to continue to run, but... It was just the connection I felt with everybody. And that's that's good. I'm um, expounding on that. The the connection, like you said, uh, the camaraderie of a cross-country team is unlike any other sport because it's it's guys and girls. You know, for the most part, we all work out together um, um, when you do that. And it's, it's a big group. You know, there's a lot of kids out there. Maybe well, I would, what I would estimate, 30, maybe 40, 40 kids. And yeah. – um, you know, you all get your butts kicked every day. So when you go through those tough times and you go through those, that struggle, it brings it brings you guys together. So I can agree on that. Tyler, um, speak on what made you become a runner for cross country. Uh, well, I um, growing up, I used to always like racing people and like I would win them. So I was just uh, I ran track every year in the eighth grade. And I was like, OK, I like this. And because of the. Uh, the family atmosphere that I felt in the track team and with Ridgeview, I said, okay, since I like running, when I get there in ninth grade, let's try cross country. And so I ended up trying cross country. And I mean, I liked it because I was already running distance for track. So, I mean, it just went hand in hand with each other. Got you. Nice, nice. I'm sure you don't regret that now. <laughs> no, not at all. Yes. Tyler is a senior here at Ridgeview. Um, we'll get into that a little later, but he will have the opportunity to run on the next level. So we are super proud of him for that. Um, moving forward, 
Tyler, you can answer this one first. We we have your PRs for 18 minutes and 19 seconds, 17 minutes and 55 seconds, and your fastest time this season was 17 minutes and 50 seconds. Um, speak on what was your favorite memory of this past season? What's something uh, that stood out to you the most? My favorite memory would be our Blythewood meet. It was um, I know because we had, uh, because of the virus, we were only allowed to do dual meets on Wednesdays. So that meet is the first meet that I actually won the whole race, beating everybody. So that was like a huge thing for me because I mean I went out there and I was leading the whole entire time, and that's when I got my seventeen fifty five PR. So we went to Blackwood High School. We beat Blackwood at their own. Well, I beat Blackwood at their own course, and that was really uh. Awesome for me. Nice, nice. Now, Isabella, we have your PRs as 26, 26 minutes and 39 seconds, 26 minutes and one second, and your fastest time of this season was 24 minutes and 59 seconds. So what was your favorite memory of this past season? My favorite memory, I'll have to agree with Tyler, was Blythewood. That's not the one I peed R on, but it was – I felt like I did my best on it because – I felt like <sighs> I could, I kept the same pace and I was really focused at Blythewood. But on the race at PR, I don't remember the name of that course, but that course was, I stuck together with my best friend. So that's probably also my favorite memory. Hmm. I'm glad you spoke on um, mental focus and mental toughness because. To be able to do the sport that you guys excel at, you have to be, you know, super tough mentally. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very challenging sport. And while it is a team, a team sport, it's, all, it's very individual. You know, it's very individual based. So speak on the, you know, what, what do you do? What's something that you do that you take your mind to, to, to help you get through that? Because, you know, I've experienced, you know, my, my worst memory was running that hill in Sand Hills. <laughs> so you know when you you know you're getting to the end of the course and that you see that hill you're like oh man I gotta kick it up you know put it in the full drive and, and get up this hill and finish and still have managed to, to push myself at the end so what do you think about um what's something that you take your mind to to help you get through that well I think about how I'm representing Ridgeview and I also think about how it's people counting on me and I am like one of the first ones to do a sport in my family so it just feels good when I'm almost to the end of a race and I can just think about like my future in that position nice nice and like for me while we're in the race it's really two things for me one thing I do is I think of different songs in my head I know uh I love to listen to music and music is something that helps me not only concentrate, but it gets me through things. Uh, so listening to different songs, uh, as well as just the thought of not failing others, because if I quit the race, if I stop because I'm hurting or something, I feel like that's that's failing. And one of the things I don't like to do is fail. So just those two things really push me whenever I'm running and help me to get through the course, especially on that Sand Hills. Oh man, yeah. yeah that's uh who who are some of your favorite artists that you like to listen to? Just a random question. Uh Gucci Mane. 
Okay, burr. <laughs> That's all right. I used to do the same. I used to, um, when I would run, I might rap the song to, in my head, you know, or rap it out loud. But, you know, I try not to do that too much because I'll be out of breath, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's stuck in my head for sure. Um, what was the toughest course? No, no, uh, what was the toughest course that you guys had to run this season? I would say Rock Hill. It was tough mentally and physically because um, <laughs> it was just hard. It was hard. It was. Hmm. And I know, like, for me, we had – I have two tough courses. The first one be uh, this year our first meet was at CIU. And they had this really steep hill and we didn't have to go up it one time. We had to go up it two times during the first mile. So that like really, really killed us, especially because it was the beginning of the season, first meet. And we didn't even we really weren't even doing any type of hill practices. And then the second one would be Great Falls. We went there my sophomore year, I believe. And that one, it was it was crazy because we were just uh but it wasn't too hilly or anything. It was just, it was on school at the school. So there was like, and like we had to run up the steps, down steps. It was crazy. And that was like really, really hard. Yeah, that sounds very true. So speaking on, uh, you mentioned that you didn't have, you had a race and you didn't get a chance to really practice as much as you would like to. Um, let's expound on, on, you know, the pandemic and COVID-19 and, you know, you guys practice all outside, you know, so one someone might think that that might not affect you guys as much as it would, uh, you know, a sport like basketball or, you know, a contact sport like football. But, of course, I'm sure that there were several challenges presented due to the pandemic. Um, let's dig into how COVID-19 has affected, affected your season. Um, I go, and for me, really, it was the – once we got out, like when we ran really two meets this year and I didn't perform anywhere as close as I wanted to perform during those meets. Uh, so when we first got out, I was like, okay, Tyler, there's a chance we could have another track meet. So I start putting in the work, putting in the work. And then they said we were, they were canceling the season. So now season's canceled, but I know cross country season, there's a chance. So I'm still putting in the work, running on my own, uh, running with my family, things like that. And um, when we get to the season, I know that I'm ready because I put the work in um, that I'm going to be able to go out here and perform. And so just the part about being like, keep pushing yourself, even though that we're in the middle of a pandemic, but the part, the whenever I was running and still running over the, uh, during quarantine, that really helped me during the season. So you had to motivate yourself. Oh, yeah. Self-motivated, yes, because you weren't able to be with your team and put that extra time in. Isabella, what about you? What's, what's, what was the COVID? How did it affect you and affect, uh, affect your season? How I can agree with Tyler with the um, – when he said it helped him during the season because he was practicing, like, over the summer and stuff. Yeah, but it was also hard because I like doing it as the team, and it was – 
you have to really have that self-motivation to go and run miles and miles by yourself or with a partner. But it definitely taught me some things about myself to be more mentally strong. And it, I feel like it lifted me, but I, I'm also not where I want to be. Okay. It's always room for improvement. And we, uh, we've got two years, two more years with you. So we look forward to seeing how you progress and, uh, Seeing once you become a senior, <clears throat> you know, taking the torch over and help taking the program to a net, to the next level. Yes, sir. Let's move it forward. Let's let's speak on Coach Stackhouse. So Coach Stackhouse and I actually ran cross country together. I believe Stackhouse may have been a freshman, and I was a sophomore. Um, and we, you know, we ran for Coach Rosefield, and you know, we've had a tradition. For, you know, our cross-country team was really good. You know, I wasn't in the top seven. I'm not going to sit here and act like <laughs> I was a JV guy. I was definitely a JV guy. Stackhouse was the top seven. But, um, you know, as an alumni, I know how much he loves Ridgeview. And I know how much he cares about you guys. So expound on, on Coach Stackhouse and, uh, you know, how you feel for his coaching style and, you know, what he means to you and what, what – you know, what type of impact was he able to leave on you guys? And he's still been able to leave on you. Bella, you can go first. Okay. He definitely makes sure he definitely makes sure that he has a bond with every with every one of us. And he makes sure that we stay a team and nobody is left out. And I really like that because he goes out his way to help others in different ways. And I also like how you can connect with him like on your level. Like he he makes sure we're he makes sure that he makes sure that we're comfortable, and he's just great. Yeah, yeah he's a great guy. He um, if you know Coach Stackhouse, you know he's never met a stranger. <laughs> you know, he can talk to anyone. You know he can start a conversation with anyone. But he's just a genuinely great guy. You can tell he loves being around the kids and um. You know, seeing them improve, helping you guys be the best version of yourself. Um, yes. Tyler, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I know Stack is, I mean, Stack is super, super, super supportive. And I know that he wants the best for all of us. But the thing, like, one of my first memories of Stack was when he was, uh, it was his first year with us and he worked at Eddie's Calzones. And like he would bring us calzones like the, when he got off of work and stuff. And it was like, I was like, this dude is bringing the whole team calzones, telling us in the group me, I have calzones, first come first serve. He actually wants the best for us. And he really like supplies us with the things that we need, not only on the cross country course or the track, but he helps us in, uh, in like just our real life. It, anyways and it's like that's one of the things that I really like about Stack he's always there for us so supportive and like Bella said with that bond I mean Stack has a bond with not only everybody on our team but Stack could go out there and talk to people on teams as well uh, yeah. other teams other sports and he's always there supporting like he's always like let's go to the basketball game let's go to the football game he's not just a cross-country coach he's a he wants the best for everybody around him. Yeah, for sure. He, um, Stackhouse, you know, you guys aren't currently in season, um, but I know you, you're still doing um, conditioning, but there's many days where Stack comes in the gym 
and, you know, just watches us practice, you know, just because he likes, he wants to be around, you know, he wants, he loves Ridgeview. He loves the kids. You know, I have a couple guys who run cross country and play for um, on my B team. So, you know, he always likes to see their progress um, and see how they're doing as well. So he's always around, always, you know, got a lending ear and I know he really loves you guys. So, you know, having a coach like that is a, is, you know, it's a blessing, you know, someone that you can be comfortable with, someone that you can open up and be yourself with, and um, ultimately that you can trust, you know, because he'll do anything that you guys need him to do. So that's special. You know, a lot of athletes aren't <clears throat> aren't blessed to have, you know, a relationship with their coaches like that. So I think that's one of the best things about Ridgeview, in my opinion, is our, you know, our staff, you know, the way that we care about you guys, and we'll go out our way to make sure that you guys are able to succeed and to, you know, do what you guys want to do at a high level. You know, because if you if you guys look good, y'all make us look good. And I think that we have figured that out here, you know, that it's not, you know, it's about the, the kids, you know, and it's, it's about, you know, putting you guys on a pedestal and getting making sure everyone gets that exposure. Um, so you can, you know, take it, keep it going. You know, this is the next level podcast and, you know, your your careers will not end. You know, I'm speaking to existence. They're not going to end that review. You know, once you go to the next level, both of you, um, y'all, y'all not only represent your families, you know, your neighborhood, but you represent review. So, you know, I think that's special. I think that's special. And one other thing about stacking, I know uh, ever since I've been with review, it's always next level, trying to get us to the next level, trying to compete at the next level. Um before stack i mean not really all of my coaches would like actually talk about like let's let's get you to college let's get you running in college um but one thing about stack is that i know as soon as Stack became our coach he's like i know this coach up here he might want you i know this coach up here i'm gonna send him your information he's gonna be in contact with you and i mean he's actually got me there a couple of offers and i mean that's one of the things I really appreciate about Stack as well. Sure, and it also helps when you have, you know, a coach who's who's not only you know pushing you, um, and you know telling you what you need to do to to reach the level that you want to reach, but he's been in your shoes. You know, I think that's important to have, you know, someone who's giving you direction who knows what not only knows what they're talking about, but have can share those same experiences. Um, you know, Stack was a Division One runner. You know, so that's that speaks for itself. You know, he knows you guys are probably doing college workouts, you know, at the high school level. So that only will make you more advanced. You know, Tyler, you've been able to get to this level. You know, that's a, that's big. You know, Bella, you you still have two more years. And, you know, it's going to be a pleasure to watch how you progress and and see how you continue to 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 progress and get better, you know, and excel and just, you know, take it to the next level and keep keep continuing to get better. And, you know, it's showing that improvement. Um, speaking on that, on the Ridgeview and the community aspect, what does, what does being a Blazer mean to you guys? You know, um, I know Isabella, I know some of your family. I went to school with them. I know that you come from a Ridgeview family. Um, so that's kind of in your bloodline. Uh, but, but speak, speak to what it means to be a Blazer. Um, I... I feel like I always, being a student at Ridgeville, I feel like I always have somebody I can depend on if I need it. And I love that because everybody wants to see you succeed. 
and be successful in the future. And it's all about starting here so you can grow to be who you want to be in the future. And everybody wants to see you be the best version of you. Yeah. I mean, when people ask me about this same question, what do I think about Ridgeview? What's it like at Ridgeview? The only thing I can tell them is family. Because, I mean, at Ridgeview, we are a family. We want the best for everyone. We we see you someplace else. I mean, we're going to speak. We don't want, we're not just going to be about us and about what we do. We want the best for everyone. And we care, we literally care about everyone. And we want, um, at Ridgeview, there's a whole lot of stuff for you to be able to do. So just that family aspect of Ridgeview is something that I really like. And it's really what uh, what's keeping, what, brought me to the cross country team and why I like and why I don't mind being an ambassador for Ridgeview because it's such a great school and we have that family aspect where if you come, you're going to feel like you're a part of something special. Exactly. And um, like you said, the support from everyone, man, it's just, it's, it's really unmatched. Um, you know, maybe we are biased, you know, we all, we are all blazers, but just the, the the atmosphere and the, you know, just the love that you get here. You know, it could be someone that you, you know, you see every day. You might not, you may not speak to them every day, but if you see them out in the street or, you know, in the store, you know, you know, that person goes to your school, you know, so it's, it's love, you know, and just the amount of support that you get, you know, like you said, the cross country team going to football games, you know, or different events. Maybe it's a, something in the auditorium, you know, I think the the staff here does a good job of making everyone feel together, you know, that, that love and that support is felt in, in all aspects. And I think that's something that really separates us, you know, as a school. And not only that is that we do a lot of, you know, we do everything at a high level, you know, everything is we, we're trying to progress and, you know, be that it factor program, you know, in all aspects, you know, so I think that's super important. And I think that's what makes our school different, you know, that, that, that separates us from a lot of other programs. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Looking to the future, let's let's speak on some of you guys' personal goals. I know. Um, let's let's start with Isabella first. Um, she's gonna she's be a junior next year. Um, are you running track in the spring? Yes. Good. Okay. So, what are your what are your some of your personal goals moving forward? As far as either it could be track or cross country. You know, what do you want to see yourself? accomplish you know this in the future so you continue to be successful well this track season I would love to run a 230 in the 800 that's mm -hmm. my goal and for cross country season I would love to be in the 21s 22s and I just want to work on my my mentality towards the sport. Once I feel challenged, I feel like I love feeling challenged, but it also. Hmm. I understand what you mean. Yeah, it it's tough. And I just want to work on being able to push myself and not have others pushing me. I want to work on pushing myself towards being a better version of me and yeah. doing what I know I can. Yeah, like you said, um. When you're challenged and you push to that limit, it's uh, it's uncomfortable, you know. But I think when you are able to to get uncomfortable and get out of your comfort zone, you know, 
that's when you, you you're able to do things that you may not think that you, you know, you would have been able to do if you stay comfortable. So being uncomfortable, being uneasy, you know, not knowing if you can, you know, do something, pushing yourself. I think that brings out the best thing. So I think Definitely. those are good goals, you know, and if you are in when, when you stick to those, cause we're going to make sure that you stick to those and you do push yourself and you only go up from here, no false steps. You'll be able to see that shoot. You know, we're going to sit back and laugh on your sophomore year and be like, man, I'm way better. You know, a year from now, I'm way better now than I was then because of the work you're going to put in. And, and like you said, your mentality. So I think that's great. I think that's great. Tyler, what about yourself? I know you're, you're graduating in the spring in the in the summer. So what are your personal goals? Um, my personal goals are uh, definitely going to college next year. I don't have a uh, a college where I'm running at so far. No commitments yet. I uh, still still debating on whether if I want to continue running or if I want to go straight into academics and participating in things outside of school. Yeah. Um, but the fact that um, just for me, one of my goals, especially for this spring, is hitting a, a 430, 420, uh, being able to definitely get faster than I was uh, my previous years. And um, I know just being able to uh, keep pushing not only myself, but my teammates as well. Okay. Um, not trying to sway you in any direction, but uh, as someone who played, you know, I played college basketball, uh, I would recommend you, you know, if you can be a part of something at the next level, man, it's a blessing. You know, those are some of those will be some of the best times of your life um, running on the next level because, you know, everybody's not blessed enough to, to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you whatever you choose, we love you and support you, man. But speaking from someone who, you know, and, I, and Coach Stackhouse will be able to give you the same sentiments, you know, being a part of something on the next level is just different. Um, so. It's, it'll be a blessing, man. Whatever you decide to do, we know you're going to succeed. You know, um, we just want to just, just taking a step forward. Um, we're proud of both of you. You know, uh, I work here in the guidance counselor office, and so I deal a lot with transcripts, um, you know, student records. And I know for a fact that both of you guys are really good students. Um, I think that's an aspect of Ridgeview, you know, sometimes gets overlooked, you know, that we do have student athletes that excel, you know, not only in their sport, but you guys are prime examples of excelling in the classroom as well. You know, speak, speak, speak on how you, you know, the importance of your education. Tyler, I know education, your parents don't play that. I know you come from, you know, your dad is a principal. So I'm sure, you know, grades are, are not taken like, lightly in your household. Um, but both of you speak. Speak on the importance, of, you know, of being a good student, because, you know, that that's something that will last longer than any sport. You know, it, you'll be able to, you know, education lasts forever. So speak on the importance of, you know, your mentality uh, in regards to that. Yeah, so school is I know people say we're student athletes, students first, then comes athletics. Um, but really, I like to use my athletics as uh it kind of like helps me with school because 
with me being a runner and things like that, being running gives us that mentality saying you can do it. Having that runner's mentality saying don't quit. You can keep pushing. And I'd apply all that to life and with school. So like you said, with my dad being a principal in grades, it's not playing. It's, he doesn't play. They don't play. Uh, always pushing me to get those A's, uh, go to tutoring if I need to, uh, make some sacrifices because you do have to make some sacrifices with uh, athletics in order to be a great student. And really being a good student uh, is going to what's going to help you get to the next level. I know some people just think about uh, athletics all the time and don't want to really like put in the work inside the classrooms or like I said, sacrifice practice to go to tutoring. But coaches, one thing I've learned is that coaches actually look at that stuff. They say, hey, what are your grades? And it doesn't just help you with what college you're going to get into. It's helping you with scholarship money. It's helping you with uh, getting a place on your team and competing with other people around the country or even the world to get a spot on their team. Exactly. Uh, oh, you there? Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I agree with Tyler. Um, I use I use sports because I kind of need to have a motivation. So I do use sports and I'm also an avid and I use that as I have to keep my grades up so I can keep moving. And I look at it as that because I don't love school, but I know that I'm going to need my grades to be good and I need my academics and all that. So. I just use sports and avid to keep my grades higher. So I know that I, cause I have to stay involved in something cause my parents, you know, they want good grades and yeah, that's my motivation. Good. We, um, you know, I, I commend both of you on, you know, your, your excellent work and your work ethic, not only, you know, on the field or, you know, on, on the track or you guys running, but of course, you know, the, the, the classroom, you know, that's the major key. That's going to, that key is going to unlock a lot of doors for you guys in the, in the future. So don't change, you know, no matter what, keep that first, because I feel like that's the most important thing. You know, that's the main reason why we're here. So uh, we commend you guys. Um, Can you, is there, any, is there any way before we get out of here, is there anywhere, uh, would you like to give a shout out to your Instagram, Twitter, so where the people can be uh, follow you guys? Um, I don't have Instagram or Twitter. Okay. No social media. No IG, Bella. What, um, <laughs> what about you, Paula? I know you're active. I do, have, I do have Twitter. You can uh, reach me on Twitter at Gatson underscore Tyler. And then that's where you'll see, like, the things that I post with, uh, you know, school, doing things in the public, uh, serving my community, things like that. And then you can reach me on Instagram at underscore G-A-D. Tyler, and then that's where you can find all of the other things that I do. Okay, man. Well, I just want to sincerely let you guys know that I appreciate you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, we are super proud of you guys. Keep excelling. You know, don't change what you're doing because you we look at you as, you know, great representations of what we're doing here at Ridgeview. And um, both of you are going to be great people, you know, once you guys leave Ridgeview and continue to make an impact on others. So, Keep doing it. We're proud of you. And I am greatly, you know, greatly appreciative of you guys coming on the podcast. 
So have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you. You too. No problem.